hello hello wonderful people welcome once again to another episode of transform thursdays where we take our heart our mind and our life to the next level through the word of the lord thank you all so much for tuning in i hope your week has been awesome and i bless that you know this beginning of a new month august 2020 has started off quite good We thank God for what he's going to do through this new month and the rest of the month in this year, 2020, by his grace. I just wanted to preface this episode with a little background of myself and kind of how I think and how I process things. As you can tell, the title of this episode is Faith to Follow. And for me, the type of person that I am, I don't know if some people call it a type A person, but I don't really subscribe to some of those things. I don't know because I haven't really looked into it. So I don't want to say I'm a type of person. But I do know that for me, I like to know what is happening. I'm a type of person that I guess I can like surprises if I know what the surprise is about. If that makes sense. If I know it's a good surprise, then okay, I'll like it. But if I know it's a bad surprise, then I don't want any surprise. (laughs) I know it's kind of an oxymoron. Like, how can you like surprise if you know about it? That's not really a surprise. I know, but there's that. I guess I don't really like surprises then. But then I do like nice things. I don't know. But what I do know for sure sure is I like to know all the five w's the who what why when and how okay I guess four w's and h so the who the what the how the when the why like you need to tell me all of that if there's something that you're trying to tell me about yes I don't like uncertainties and I don't like being unsure of things faith as we know is very important it's such a unique aspect of being a born again Christian and as we know in Hebrews 11 verse 6 it says but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a reward of those who diligently seek him as the bible passage says without faith we cannot please God we cannot live a life that is worthy of him and that is worthy of anything um because first you're not even believing that Jesus died for you is that you're not even a believer if you don't even get to that fundamental and foundational portion right so for me I believe that and but I know that there is levels to faith and something that I was realizing is that I think to some extent I do believe God with my head and I feel like sometimes something seems hard to believe God with my heart I don't know if that makes sense but you can have a head knowledge of your belief in God and with certain things for example it seems like it's way harder than some of the things that you normally know of. For example, if I say I believe God for food tomorrow, well, it's easy to believe God for food tomorrow if I know that I have food downstairs. It's easy to believe God to provide the food I'm going to cook because I have food in the fridge or in the cabinets. But if I'm believing God for, let's say, to be a homeowner by next year, but when you look at your bank accounts and you see, oh, homeowner, how are you gonna first of all put down more than 20% of the deposit <laughs> so that you are not paying such high huge mortgage fees and everything how are you gonna do that so sometimes it's more difficult 
to believe God with your heart or with my heart um for things like that because it seems so huge it seems so big but I'm coming to realize that God is a God that specializes in the impossible and this whole week I know it's only Thursday today but this whole week I've just been hearing that so much in my personal prayer with my friends and in discussions and and sermons and different things and God is a God that specializes in the impossible and I have to believe that we have to believe that we have to believe that that is who he is and we need that faith we need to really look to him and really believe that he can do what he says he will do and he's not limited by whatever resources he's not limited by whatever things comes into our place whatever things comes into our hands or what we have that God's way and movement of doing what he wants to do is not based on what our resources says it's not based on what we think right because first corinthians says that what god has planned for us eyes have not seen ears have not heard it is not yet coming to the hearts of men what god has planned for them that love him and it's a matter of us trusting in that love it's a matter of us trusting in him because he has said so because he is god and that is his nature and i just think because i was reading matthew 4 with jesus when he first called his first two disciples so i'm just going to read it for us matthew chapter 4 verse 18 in the nkjv version and it says and jesus walking by the sea of galilee saw two brothers simon called peter and andrew his brother casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen then he said to them follow me and i will make you fishes of men they immediately left their nets and followed him Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And so when I look at that, I especially am marveled at Simon Peter and Andrew's actions. Because I can just imagine, like, they're just there fishing normally, doing their normal things, and then Jesus comes up to them walking and just says, Follow me, and I will make you fishes of men. And they immediately, verse 20 said, they immediately left the nets and followed him. And then you look comparing with James and John, seeing, I feel like for me, I feel like James and John had it better than Simon Peter and Andrew. I feel like Simon Peter and Andrew's faith was stronger in that moment because first of all, they did not see any other person walking with Jesus. They did not see any other disciples. It was just Jesus and their decision to follow Jesus must have come out of a place of seeing something must have come out of a conviction that they had because when we then look at the Zebedee sons we see that they saw Simon Peter and Andrew with Jesus so you know humanly speaking if you see the two other people two other fishermen that you're probably close with because they are fishermen if you see that oh wow these people are following Jesus okay let's follow him too as well because there's probably something there that's just my assumption I don't know but I'm just thinking of it like normally like a human person would um so I think of it in that aspect but then I now look with Simon Peter and Andrew there's no one that followed Jesus prior to them they were the first ones I just marvel because I'm like wow God such a faith that they had to know that Jesus is Lord because prior to this Jesus was baptized and he went to the wilderness and he was tempted and then he came out and then that's when 
he, you know, called his disciples. And I'm just like, they must have either seen something, heard something, got a conviction that allowed them to truly have that faith to follow, that allowed them to truly have that faith because Jesus had not really like done anything. He hasn't performed any miracles. He hasn't done any, you know, anything that brought all the crowds and caused the crowds to follow him as we would later find out in the rest of his ministry. But in this beginning, it wasn't the show. It wasn't, it wasn't any fancy, fancy things that brought the boys, the, sorry, the men <laughs> to Jesus. It wasn't any fancy, fancy things. It was just, I believe, a conviction. I believe it was um some touching of the Holy Spirit that touched their heart and showed them and opened their eyes to help them see that, okay, this is the truth. This is something that we are to follow. This is something that we are to believe it. This is a person that is the way, the truth, and the life. And I realized also that we have a choice to make. Like, we have a choice to follow. We have a choice to have faith or not to have faith. And so, even with faith, I feel like there's three things we get to choose with our faith. We get to choose in our faith to follow. The first thing is, like I said, you really have to choose to have faith. It's not just going to happen to you. You have to choose to partner with God. You have to choose to actually walk with God despite what you see. And though it can be very hard or it can be difficult, especially with this whole pandemic and um, crisis and different things that we see and we hear all around the negative bad things that happen. But we have to choose to believe that God is good. We have to choose to believe that somehow, somewhere, all of these things, whether it's the things that happen in your personal lives, other things that happen all around the world, the injustice, the, the chaos, the destruction, you have to choose that somehow, somewhere, all of this is working together, all of this, and there is a purpose, there is something that is being brought out, there is something that's going to come out of it all, right? And it's a matter of choosing to walk with God and being led by Him, despite what it may look like. And secondly, I think we have to choose to also increase our faith and choose to also believe in the word of the Lord because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of the Lord. So if we are not increasing our faith, it's very easy for us to be fixated on one level. It's very easy of us to be fixed on one perspective and not realize and recognize that what God has in store, what God can do, it's very easy for us to um, neglect the endless possibilities that is in God, endless possibilities that comes from God that allows us to walk truly in pleasing Him, as I mentioned earlier in Hebrews 11 verse 6, that without faith it's impossible to please God, but if we don't continue to increase our level of faith will be stuck and if we're stuck in one place not only are you stagnant but you're probably going to start going down because that little faith that you did have if you do not increase it or add to it if you don't add to your faith all these different things that it's in God if you don't add to it it's very easy for the faith to diminish it's very easy for what you do have to disappear because of the things around the world that is so evident because of the destruction and the dark it's so very easy to fall for that and thirdly we have to choose to ignore 
what is in the norms of society or just even what we're normally used to and what our minds can think. Isaiah 43 um, verse 18 and 19 where it says that you know behold God is doing a new thing. Can we not see it? Can we not perceive it? He will even make ways in the wilderness. He'll make rivers in a dry wasteland. It's important for us to realize and recognize that God, God can do great things. That we should not put God in a box. We should not put God in a cookie cutter a box that okay this is where you're gonna sit and this is what I think you should do and this is what I feel like you have the ability to do or to manifest it's important for us to realize and recognize that God is sovereign it's important for us to yes tell him our heart desires but recognize that he will do what he wills he will do what he wants to do and he will do it in whatever way he wants to do it and realizing that God can do new things if you want something and you know it hasn't been done before you can believe God for that and I know it's something that I'm reminding myself that I can believe God for the impossible I can believe God for things that you know normally would not happen I can believe God that he specializes in the impossible he's the only one that can do that and why can I trust in him is because he is sovereign he is God like he's God by himself he doesn't need any person it doesn't need any person to give him authority in any way shape or form he just does what he pleases like he's a boss like that you know <laughs> and I have to mind myself and just like an even a bonus just to add I feel like in partnering with God it's also um, important for us to take steps to take steps with that background knowledge and understanding that God is working while I'm working that makes sense that like God is directing my steps god is in the path with me like he is in that fire with me like i'm not alone and even as i plan out strategically the steps i'm going to try and take once i've committed everything to him in the beginning then knowing that he's working in those plans he's given me that desires the desires that is according to his will that will help lead me along the best pathways for my life i think it's very important for us to remember that and like i said before that not boxing God is also very important because he can split and create ways out of the rivers like he did with the Red Sea and the River Jordan or he can feed people in different ways as he fed his prophets with ravens or with a widow like you should not or we should not think that okay if God has done this like this before that means he's gonna do it like this again no he can do it in whichever new way or dimension that he desires all he requires from us is to trust in him all he requires from us is just to believe in his goodness believe in his love and ultimately believe that he's faithful to his word yes faithful to who he is and that he cannot change he cannot lie he cannot change in any way shape dimension or form um he cannot and it's a matter of us standing in that knowledge with our hearts and not our heads because yes you can think it oh yeah god is good oh yeah god is able to do this 
But then when you're in a situation and it seems so difficult and God is doing stuff in other people's lives, like it can almost seem like, okay, but is he able to do it in my life? He's doing it in their life, but can he do it in my life? And you can get into that position where the enemy makes you question God's faithfulness to you. But I don't want us to be in there. I want us to realize and recognize that God is faithful to all of his children and he loves each and every one of us equally. The love is just manifested in different ways for each of us. But instead of us thinking that, oh, wow, God has done it in somebody else's life and, you know, he's not done it for me. You should think of it in the fact that, okay, God has done it in someone else's life. And that same God that can do it for this person can do it for me in greater dimension in whichever levels whichever way that he chooses and desires because he loves me as well right knowing and standing firm in God's love for you is very 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 important and so that's just what I wanted to share just about faith to follow and realizing there are things that we need to choose to do there are things that we need to choose to do with our faith or just choosing to actually actively have faith or whether it's choosing to actively increase our levels of faith or whether it's choosing to actively forget the previous things and not put God in a box it's very important for us to choose and God has given us that choice he's given us those options and it's really up to us So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you were really blessed. And I just pray that this instigates greater desire to, you know, go into God's word and to really believe him for whatever things that you are desiring in your life, whatever situation you're trying, you're trusting him to help you change. Whatever, you know, circumstances that you want to come out of, just, you know, just faith in understanding God's love for you. Um, I hope this really, really helped you to channel that place that you want to go to and help you to go seek God and, and look to him. Thank you all so much once again and have a lovely rest of your day. Don't forget to connect with us on our social media at Instagram. We love you and God loves you more. Have a lovely weekend. Bye and God bless you. 